Am I Reister or am I wrong? The college football playoff got it wrong. They messed up and the chair Gary Barter keeps putting his foot in his mouth. Army is going to be left with a without a bowl game after going 9 and 2. This is absolute uh, this is a crime that needs to be corrected. Dabo Sweeney trolls Ohio State. I'm not even mad about it. It's actually funny. Josh Gaddis, Michigan's offensive coordinator, is hated now by Michigan fans. They have jumped the shark. The Jets do the most Jets thing ever. And Dana White dunks on people because he feels like he was right. Am I right, sir, or am I wrong is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, fire. Facts only. Check your feelings at the door before you even show up. No BS is allowed. I only keep it 100. This is a place where truth reigns free. No agendas. Just give it to you straight like it is. And we can talk and have real discussions. Uh, So you guys can hit me up. GW podcast at unafraidshow.com. If you want to shoot an email, you can send me a tweet at George Reister. Yeah, and uh, you can listen to me as well Monday through Friday on Sirius Channel 82, Mad Dog Sports Radio on the night cap at uh, well, 10 p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern Time. And you can listen to me on Fox Sports Radio, Sirius 83 on Sundays, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 to 8 Eastern Time. And on the Pac-12 Apostles podcast, in addition to here. Um, but we're going to start with the college football playoff committee. They have absolutely lost their minds. They have lost their minds and are just, just their chair, Gary Barter. is just, just giving us lip service and he's full of it. Oh, well, oh God, I, my, my heart goes out to Cincinnati. No, it doesn't. You consistently move them down the polls, no matter win or lose, not playing, but then Ohio State doesn't fall when they don't get to play for a couple weeks because of COVID issues. Uh, Cincinnati, they fall. Uh, It's just an absolute disaster. And the fact that group of five, that Cincinnati had three top 25 wins, more than Ohio State, and the group of five teams, this was the year that they could potentially get in the playoff. But no, nope, nope. If the big names matter, they keep going with the money. It doesn't matter. And even in the final poll, three lost Iowa State, who lost also lost to Louisiana by 17 points. And Coastal Carolina were both finished behind them, uh, both finished in front of them. It's absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And he keeps feeding us lip service. And we don't want to hear it. That's why, again, the answer is I put out what the top um, what the top eight should really look like because it should be an 18 playoff and the 18 playoff. It should be the five automatic bids because that's the way to do it. The automatic bids. And then you see them based upon like the NFL does where the automatic bids get the top five spots. So it so this year would be Bama, Clemson. Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Oregon in the top five. Next, you would have at six, you would have Cincinnati, seven, Notre Dame, eight, Texas A&M. That's the way it should look. That's the optimal way to do this. 
because then there are no complaints. You will get an actual champion because every conference is not equal. They don't play the same number of games. Non-conferences don't look alike. So it's hard to judge. This is the most fair way to do it. And there will be upsets. Well, and then there will be people to tell you, well, George, do you know how much Cincinnati would be favored over, uh, but Alabama would be favored over Cincinnati? I, I don't care. Look what Alabama beat Texas A&M, who's the number five team, by four touchdowns. They beat them by 28 points. Come on, man. And then we go back to other playoff finals. Michigan State, Alabama, 38-0. Ohio State, Clemson, 31-0. Oklahoma, LSU, 63-28. Then the Oregon-Florida State game, like 56-21 or something like that. Just these semifinal games have been blowouts. So don't tell me that a group of five team can't at least compete. We've seen Boise State win. We've seen other people win. So the idea that they can't compete is absolutely bogus. It is super bogus. Another thing that's bogus is what happened to Army. Army is a good football team. We saw them against Navy in the Army-Navy game, which is one of the greatest spectacles in sports. The greatest rivalry in sports. Because these people, not only do they play college football, but they're not planning on going to the pros. These guys are signing up to be professional soldiers. They are going to go into our military, protect our rights, freedoms, and all of that. And instead of getting a bowl game at 9-2, and two, you have South Carolina at 2-8 and eight with no head coach. No head coach having no direction. 2-8 South Carolina playing a bowl game. Arkansas, 3-7. Mississippi State, 3-7, playing a bowl game instead of Army. How does this make sense? And this gets me to the fact that, like, it reminded me of what happened with Colin Kaepernick because I'm a person, I've been around the world, like 15, 16 military bases, visiting our servicemen and women and talking to them. And the idea that, People got so up in our, oh, the players kneeling. They're disrespecting our flag. They're disrespecting our military. Okay, I've always said this from the beginning. Keep that same energy about our servicemen and women when they get back, back home. Keep that same energy. When we have veterans committing suicide, there's veteran homelessness issues. There's veterans who aren't getting the treatment and the services that they need. Hard for them to get jobs because their qualifications, like, a combat medic did not used to be able to qualify to be a school nurse. So you can treat people on the battlefield, but you can't get a job when you get home. That's what I'm saying. It's hypocritical. Like keep that same energy. And if anybody should get a ball game, army should be first in line because these are the people who are going to serve our country. I don't care who you have to throw out. I know the, uh, there's been anger at the PAC 12 because the bowl game that they are contracted with is the independence bowl and the PAC 12, all the teams have all bowed out except for Oregon and Colorado, I believe because in a PAC 12, you couldn't even play with a losing record. You had to play with a winning record according to the PAC 12 rules to make a bowl game. So, so that already eliminated a bunch of people. So the question is, why don't you keep that same energy? Everybody who was upset about it, keep that same energy, make sure that army gets a bowl game. That's the right thing to do. Um, 
Dabo Sweeney. So we've entered the the people have just lost it and have jumped the shark part of the program. Dabo Sweeney, he put his coaches poll out. And mind you, there are three polls, three main polls. There is the AP poll where writers and other people vote. And then there is the Amway college, uh, college coaches poll. And then there is the um, college football playoff poll. The college football playoff committee is truly the only one that matters. But the coaches poll is very interesting because here's the thing about the coaches poll is this. Coaches don't always get to watch the games because they are playing they're playing during a time where a lot of their the people that they're trying to rank are playing. And if not, they're getting ready for it. They get a chance to spot watch people, but they don't get a chance to fully evaluate like either AP voters or the college football playoff supposedly is able to do. So here's what Dabo did. Alabama one, Clemson two, Notre Dame three, who they just housed, Texas A&M four, Florida five, Georgia six. You got three lost Florida, two lost Georgia, who... Georgia who can't beat Florida because they got run out the building and they can't beat Alabama, but okay. Cincinnati seven, Oklahoma eight, Iowa state nine, coastal Carolina 10, Ohio state 11. Dabble either hates Ohio state is trolling Ohio state or just, or just didn't care about this, this process to begin with. Because the, the idea that, that all these schools that are ranked, Oh, oh, look at all the defense in the SEC. Did you see the score of the SEC championship? Defense was optional. These Alabama or Florida couldn't stop a nosebleed that game. Couldn't stop a nosebleed. Yeah, but these offenses are so potent. Uh, well, where was that same energy about Big 12 teams? Where where was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's different now. I forgot. I forgot, man. I forgot. It's different now. It's different. So I'm not even mad at Dabo. I actually appreciate Dabo for this. I love it because I love when people cause controversy and they troll people. That doesn't bother me at all. No, but that does not bother me at all. This actually only enhances my viewing experience for the semifinal game. And it probably does your too, yours too. If you are ABC or ESPN broadcasting this game, you're like, thank you, Dabo, for doing this. Because now you're going to have more eyeballs and somebody may be willing to run up the score either way, which then is great for college football because controversy is what drives college football. It The rivalry, the hate, all of that is what drives it and drives fans to say and do insane things. And that leads to the Michigan football fans. The Michigan football fans have lost it with their offensive coordinator, Josh Gaddis. He he tweeted, well said and tweeted, regardless of the polls, a 6-0 Big Ten team deserves in, as in the playoffs. No conference has had to endure more. A roller coaster season, if a season would or would not happen, opt-outs, all of that. No fans all year in the environment. 21-day protocols to miss games. Add in injuries, contact tracing, and the inability to reschedule. So I would argue that the Pac-12 had the same exact scenario because he said nobody, but I would say that the Pac-12 had to deal with the same exact situation. But that's what let Michigan fans go crazy. They're like, 
How dare you say that about them? It's only right. He should be advocating for a Big Ten team. That's more money for the conference, more prestige for the conference. Yeah, I get that you hate Ohio State, but use your damn brain. Here are some of the quotes. Never in a million years would you see Bucks doing this for Michigan. This is lame. This is why they own us. Our coaching staff doesn't even get it. Dude, we hate them. This is a bad look. We do not respect them. We do not wish them any amount of success. F them. Why are you helping OSU? They would never help Michigan in this situation. No wonder why Michigan has been, oh my God, one in 16. They really did wave the white flag. So, and so on and so so forth. This is where Michigan fans have jumped the shark. Somebody, Somebody on their coaching staff actually making a valid point has sent people over the edge. Oh, truth and common sense out the window. Fandom rules. I don't, I don't care if they send Jim, uh, if they send Urban Meyer to jail. <laughs> send them, send them. Great for Michigan. What? <laughs> common sense and truth are supposed to prevail over all things. And like uh, my old tight end coach, Alfredo Roberts, he used to say to me, he said, there's no right way to do the wrong thing. And there's no wrong way to do the right thing. Doing the right thing is always rewarded. Maybe not in the short term, but in the long term. Get out of here. I mean, and as much as Josh Gaddis, who plays for, who coaches at Michigan, loves Michigan. That's, he's probably not the next head coach at Michigan. So guess what? He'll be somewhere else with another Michigan, with maybe somewhere on an Ohio State guy's staff. You never know. This is coaching. This is the good old boys club. Fans, you got to realize what it is because you've lost it. Um, Next thing up, on to the NFL. I, okay, so I picked, and I'm standing by my Super Bowl pick. That is the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks versus the Kansas City Chiefs. That's my pick for the Super Bowl this year. I have not wavered. Even when things got tough, I did not waver because the Seahawks are clearly trending in the right direction on defense. We know Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson, what he can do. This is a quality football team, and I'm standing by it because I saw what happened to the Saints yesterday. I don't believe in Drew Brees fully. Do you have uh, that team? While it's very good, if they have to go on the road in the playoffs because they are potentially headed on the road now, if they keep losing football games, in the second round of the playoffs, hmm, how's that going to look? How's that going to work out? I do not believe the Saints are built to play outside, especially not in any weather. Same thing with the Packers. The Packers, if you run the ball at the Packers, like the Rams can, like other people can, they are going to be in trouble. That's why styles make fights. Styles make fights. Styles make football games. And that is key. Um, but the Jets... The New York Jets. Yesterday was a huge day for them. They were 0-13. They won the game yesterday. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, great win. Uh, Yes, slow down. Jets fans are so upset because they lost control of the number one pick in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. The thing that's interesting about this is, is that 
not only did they lose the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes because the Jaguars have the, who they have left? They have the Bears and the Colts left who are vying for playoff spots and seeding. So yes, they will be losing both of those. <laughs> they will be losing both of those football games. And the Jags haven't put a competitive team on the field in weeks, dude. They haven't put a competitive team on the field in weeks. So, yeah, they don't even know who their quarterback is going to be. This is a very, very bad football team. But here's, here's the thing. Is that dysfunctional things happen to dysfunctional people. You read the 48 Laws of Power. It'll tell you, don't hang out with unlucky people. Because unlucky stuff happens to them. And that is exactly what has gone on with with the people over at uh <laughs> that's exactly what's what's going on over there they're unlucky at the jets so that's why they're losing that's why they lost the number one pick because that's the kind of thing that happens to unlucky people but the jets though i believe that they're because they're playing hard they've been competitive in some of these last games the thing that they're trying to do i believe is so the players are always obviously trying to win but they know if they have the number one pick, they're selecting Trevor Lawrence. That means Sam Darnold is gone. And I believe that Sam Darnold's teammates like Sam Darnold. Believe that they want him there. And everybody's convinced Adam Gates is getting fired. All that. I am not convinced. I am not convinced because the Jets are the Jets. The Jets are the Jets. So I, I'm not convinced that Woody Johnson, that his son who's run, running the front office, after firing the defensive coordinator, that they are going to fire Adam Gase. Mm. Now they might give him a year to try to ruin Trevor Lawrence, but they're not getting Trevor Lawrence at this point. So Trevor Lawrence, you're safe to come out in the draft, buddy. Um, Next thing up. Uh, so this shirt I have on, right? This shirt I have on. It's very significant because here is a picture that I was sent earlier today. The reason why that picture is significant is because I so had Brett sent that picture to me today. I have this t-shirt on today. And the reason why this is significant is because I was thinking, it got me to thinking, how long is too long to keep a t-shirt? Like, how long is too long? Like, are you allowed to, to wear a t-shirt? Because mind you, I was lounging around the house, but I would also go out in this t-shirt. I have. So how long is too long? Because this is a high quality t-shirt, still, still looks good. And I thought about it. I was like, okay, the majority of my t-shirts, I send them to the cleaners to, to get clean. Try, try not to wash them because I don't want them to fade, all that. So how long? And then somebody tweeted me his personal rules, and I've adopted those. Number one, if the t-shirt has no stains or holes. Number two, no dates beyond no dates on the shirt beyond two years. I would amend that to like a year and that it's not out of fashion. So, yeah, so I'm winning here. I just thought that was interesting. Send me a note. Tell me what you guys think. Uh, the last thing up. Is, oh, actually, two more things up. You have Nike. This is just a tidbit on the get woke, go broke crowd. Sorry, you guys are still losing. Nike's shares are up. 34.3% overall in 2020. So much for get woke, go broke. The NFL is negotiating possibly $100 million in TV deals. <sighs> Sorry, get woke, go broke. The NBA is thriving. Revenue's up again. 
Hmm. Sorry, get woke, go broke. I don't know what to tell you. ML, but everybody's thriving. No, it, that people will pretend like they're boycotting, but people don't boycott sports. They can boycott teams. They can change their teams. But real sports fans don't go anywhere. That's the truth. Uh, last thing up, Dana White. Dana White put out a video on his Twitter. I'll put a link to it in the d- description. Basically spiking the football on his response to the coronavirus. Because so many people said, oh, Dana, you're doing the wrong thing. You, you're you're going to get people killed and all that stuff. And he pressed pressed on. And he turned out he was right. That, that if you put in the protocols, all of that, that yes, some fights may get canceled, but everybody would essentially be okay and you would be able to keep your staff crew all of that stuff healthy so he followed the guidelines he was able to do it and now he's spiking the football so in hindsight in one semi hindsight because we're still in the middle of a pandemic they just started passing out vaccines last monday here's the thing is that as much as it is that people want to say oh i was right if you go back six months Seven months ago, the right thing, the right thing to do for a lot of people was to exercise caution. We were in the middle. What I mean, in the middle, in the beginning stages of a pandemic that nobody knew anything about. People tell me, oh, I have stats, data, all this stuff. Listen, we're still we're at zero percent ICU capacity in California. So while people say it was the right thing to do. Other states are still going crazy. Other countries. Oh, Sweden. Sweden's out of control right now, too. So while Dana wants to spike the football, he wasn't right. He got lucky. He got lucky. And the other people who paused and did all this stuff, they were right as well. Am I Reister or am I wrong? I'm probably Reister, but if not, leave a comment, send a note. Peace out. Catch you guys on Wednesday and download the podcast, share it with a friend. And of course, listen to me tonight on Fox, well, not on Fox tonight, but on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Peace out.